This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, get your skates on for this podcast as we are heading out with Peter Pan on ice. And to tell us all about it is the producer of the show, Mr. Tony Mercer. It's going to be heading out to the UAE real soon. Enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show and it's time to get our skates on. Right now, I'm talking ice skates as Peter Pan on ice is heading to the UAE in Abu Dhabi. You can see the performances of the Cultural Foundation from May 12th through the 14th, and then here in Dubai at the Theatre at Mall of the Emirates from the 26th to the 28th of May. It's going to be spectacular. And to tell us all about it, we have the award winning producer Tony Mercer. Uh, Tony, you must be very excited about bringing what sounds like a real extravaganza to the Middle East. Absolutely, you know, we're so excited by it because it's one of those territories which we know doesn't have a great background or history of ice skating, but the last time I was there, which was about six years ago, the appreciation of the show, the spectacle of figure skating on a theatre stage, combined with everything else as a production company that we put to it, it was received so well. And you know, we've spent a couple of years now trying to reorganize ourselves to come back into the Emirates and I'm so happy that we can finally make it. Exactly as I said there's two chances to see you're going to be in Abu Dhabi at the Cultural Foundations uh, from the 12th to the 14th of May and then at Theatre at Mall of the Emirates from the 26th to the 28th of May. Tell me about the logistics of putting on Peter Pan on ice in a venue. It must be a mammoth job. Well I think it is. I mean the biggest part of it is to remember that in principle, what we're doing is, let's call it a West End musical. Yeah. Now, so you imagine everything that is entailed in trying to build, you know, the scenery part of it. We, you know, in Emirates, we're going to be doing everything on a, uh, on a screen, on an LED screen with beautiful animations. And then you have to put the decorations around it. So imagine that, but then add 15 tons of ice. <laughs> of course, we've had, you know, because not every theatre around the world no. has an ice cream buddy there and there. So obviously, we bring that along and linking all of that together is an, you know, it's an amazing task. And, and I'm always so impressed by the engineers who work for me, that work with us, um, that we can actually accomplish this feat because. A lot of shows kind of cheat as they go around the world and they kind of say, right, we're going to do this on ice. And the reality is, it's not ice, it's plastic. But they still say, oh, we're doing you know, a show on, on ice. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is, we, I promise you that when you come into the theatre, that there will be on that stage 15 tons of real ice. Come down and touch it, I promise you, it's there and it's real. <laughs> right. Now tell me about your cast, um, the Imperial Ice Stars, because these guys seem like they're absolutely at the top of their profession. Do you know, I'm lucky. I mean, you know, I'm based in the UK, and we use an international cast of skaters within our shows. Um, we've been so lucky. I mean, Imperial Ice Stars, which I created way back in 2004. Yeah. Since then, we've performed in 33 different countries. We've been watched by nearly 14 million people. And we're the only ice dance company in the world to have ever won theatrical awards. So you have to remember that usually if you're a figure skater, that you're usually performing in a 60 by 30. 
that's in competition. But now what's happened is, uh, Mark, as they've left competition, they go into theatre or they go to big ice arena shows. My show is slightly more difficult because I'm on a theatre stage, so, you know, you're 15 by 15. Yeah. But you're asking them to do all the same elements that they'd normally do in competition. You wow. Know, you want the big jumps. You want the spins. You want the lifts. So when you see somebody who's moving around that rink at like 30 kilometres an hour, that's yeah. amazing on its own. But then when you see the boy lifting the girl and doing what we call helicopters, and you, you are just amazed. I always say to people, if you're going to come and watch the show, just buy the edge of the seat because that's all you need because that's where the show will keep you. <laughs> wow. Tell me how you on select, how do you select your cast? Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of skaters um, around the world. How do you go about sourcing the right people for your productions, Tony? It's a really good question. Thank you. Well, what happens is, I mean, people, figure skaters, usually come from competition or a competition background. Yeah. You know, they started skating when they're four or five years old. Well, what happens is, Mark, is once competition has finished, I always kind of say, don't put your gold medal or your silver medal away, put it in your back pocket. And how I select is, is based upon the ability to bring the character to life. So it doesn't matter that you might be this huge skating talent. If you cannot bring Peter Pan, the character to life, or Tinkerbell to life, or Captain Hook to life, as a performer, as an actor, then the show doesn't work. Yeah. It has to be great skating, but it's the element of that character com coming across to the audience. So if Peter Pan is just racing around there and doing triples and, you know, doing spins, and you can't relate to that person as a performer, or, you know, the audience can't relate, then it loses its magic. So, strangely, I understand the skating talent. I've looked at them on ice. But then the next part of my audition process is, and, it, and it's part of how I stage my shows. Usually I stage my shows on a third stage first, not going to the ice, to make the characterization, to put the characterization in, to put the interplay into, you know, between Peter Pan and Tinkerbell as an example, or if I'm doing this one, like, you know, it's between the prince and the debt and the deal. So I stage on the theatre stage first, choreographic on the theatre stage first, so we have this interplay. Then afterwards, I go onto the ice, and then you put the moves in which you already know that they've got. It's the biggest part of my work, and it's the most pleasing part of my work. Uh, it sounds amazing. Now, Peter Pan, um, obviously, this is, I guess, aimed at pretty much every age group, Tony. Do you know, the funny thing is, it was my little boy, and I was teaching him the story of Peter Pan, because it's really strange. I mean, we think our youngsters or the younger children know these stories automatically, and yeah. they don't because, you know, it's now Harry Potter, Mark. So when I was, you know, I was teaching my boy the story of Peter Pan, he was like amazed, and he became like, Papa, wow, you have to do this as a show on ice. And that's how it came about. And, you know, Peter Pan's such a wonderful story. I mean, I grew up with it. I knew everything about it. But the fact is, you're bringing it to a new generation of you know, younger people from the world, and it's great to let them see these stories. Um, I, I mean, you say you've travelled um, with these uh, ice performances all around the world. What, what have some have been the, some of the most memorable shows that you've done, Tony, that you think, wow, that was just something special that's, uh, that you've actually staged? I think, you know, I have to go back a few years, and I'm really sorry, um, you know, I'm from the UK, and with a hint of bias, is for me the most iconic 
theatre venue in the world, which isn't really a theatre, but it's a crossover theatre, is the Royal Albert Hall in London. Yeah. So we get a phone call from such a venue and they say, can you bring your show to us? And we've been back three times. Then that's a highlight for me. But then the funny, again, Mark, you know, I performed in the Opera House in Dubai about six years ago. So when a venue of that calibre yeah. rings me and asks, Tony, can you bring your show to us? Or you know, the Esplanade in Singapore, or, you know, it, 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 Lyric Theatre in Sydney. Um, all of these things always, always amaze me. Um, I'm always delighted by the fact that I, I gave birth to an idea a long time ago to do Theatre and Ice or ice rink on a third stage. And, you know, it's our 20th anniversary next year. I still can't believe it. I'm such a happy... <laughs> uh, I'm such a happy boy. Yeah. People uh, believe in this, um, you know, uh, born in Manchester, born in Salford, actually. Oh, wow, um, you're, you're close to me. I'm from Shaw, in the, just outside of Oldham. Oh, you just run the corner from me, Yeah, wow. I know, yeah. <laughs> I was born down in Salford, Mark. <laughs> wow, that's amazing, uh, yeah. But yes, well... So my education was in Salford, you know, Salford Grammar School, etc. But I love drama and I love theatre. So when me being a humble boy from Salford and you know Salford, that your show has been invited to all these countries and and, and invitations. And we just performed for the very first time in Latin America, touring around in Colombia and Venezuela and Panama. Yeah. So to think that that little dream that I had all those years ago is still happening. Um, I can't believe it. I'm, you know, as I said. I'm a happy boy, and I'm always happy whenever I'm going to a new venue. And it doesn't matter if you've won awards or the last audience doesn't matter, as I always say to everybody. It's, we're going to go into a new territory. We're going to go into a new theatre. And you have to work super hard to make sure that the person who's bought the ticket is happy because they're the most important people in the world. It's not me. It's not my performer. It's not anybody else. The most important person is the person who's bought the ticket. And, you know, it's a mantra that you live by. Um, and I'm just happy to be part of that theatre world. Fantastic, Tony. Well, once again, opportunities to see this show, Peter Pan on Ice, Abu Dhabi at the Cultural Foundation from the 12th to the 14th of May, and then at Theatre at Mall of the Emirates from the 26th to the 28th of May. I think we'd better get those fridges ready for you for all your ice. You're going to need a bigger fridge, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> we always can, we always can, we always can have a smile. She's saying, which is, we open the fridge door and we can perform in there. We're that good. <laughs> Tony, brilliant catching up with you, and we look forward to meeting you when you come out here to the United Arab Emirates. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to dubaieye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.